have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Jamie Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest with me today. One guy who I adore. I love this guy. He is family to me over a decade now going on 11 or 12 years. This is, I call him mighty, the mighty Marcus Collius. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing so great, man. Thanks for having me on here. And I got to say that I, I, I haven't heard it in so long. I loved that intro. The uh, not your the what you just said about me. Of course, I was very beautiful. But your uh, your TRM intro to this podcast, it's powerful. I love it. Thank you, awesome. Well, it's good to have you, man. Good to have you on the TRM show. It's been a, it's been a while. It's been over a year, maybe, or more from the podcast side of things, man. It's been crazy, eh? Incredible, incredible. We got a lot to catch up on. Lots, man. We got half an hour to do it. We'll definitely get to the nuts and bolts of all that goodness as well. For those of you guys that don't actually know, Marcus is the owner, the CEO, the founder of Magnum over in HQ in Vancouver, British Columbia. This company's around 17 years. He's built this empire across 60 plus countries all over the world, a company on integrity and quality with no compromises, a team that's out there impacting people around the world. And Marcus, of course, has been the helm of that out there with his six foot four helm of a physique behind that body and all that goodness in between, Marcus. So that was, that was kind of a all over the place introduction brother but i love you man <laughs> i'm feeling the love brother thank you thank you awesome man well with that being said let's definitely dive into some things on, on today's podcast i guess first off first question for you man how is marcus doing today how, how are you doing how's things going for you overall uh amazing um matt business is great that's really cool uh the stuff god's doing in my life and in my business just it's been exceptional last couple of years the growth I've got to experience mentally has been just wild. And as pardon, I've got a Band-Aid on my head. The, the growth has been splitting my head recently. And no, no. Uh, yeah, no, I just, uh, I'm really getting into the mindset of, of this world and success and um, really changed my focus over the last few years on not so much uh, the internal thinking that, that I, I think I did for a lot of years, trying to get myself to a certain place. And now more outward thinking of how can I help others get to where they belong to go? And I, I think that's very much what you do with your life as well. And uh, to me, that's a, a much better level of success. The when, when I get to see others succeed in front of me, if I can have the smallest part of it, to me, that's that's real success. And there's a, there's a lot less loneliness in that success, by the way. <laughs> Oh man, that is beautiful. Bro, can you expand more on that? Do you mind kind of sharing more? But that actually is very, very intriguing. I want to hear more. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think naturally we're always first focused on our own success. I mean, that's that's how we're taught. Like it's it's going to be this lonely journey. And of course it's going to be because it's all about you. What are you doing to improve yourself? How are you going to get yourself to that next level? How are you going to get uh, advancement at work? What can you put into yourself? What education can you take in? You, 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 me, me, me. And that's great. It's very important. It's, it's, it's a critical part of the process. But when you get to a certain level of success, and that's going to be a different level for everybody. But I've, I've achieved a lot of things in my life, and it, God's blessed me in, in many, many ways. But then you get to a certain point, and you go, 
this this is this can't be it. And and I don't just mean I want a new level of success. You know, it's that person. For example, if money is something you're chasing as your level of success, you'll never get enough. You'll you'll keep going. Well, what's more? What's more? What's more? But for the success that I'm talking about, you know, the experience of success. I've gotten to experience so much, but I'm way more now interested in watching others get to experience their level of success. And when you get to empower people and and help people realize their capabilities, what they can do with their lives, and then see them succeed. Oh man, that's that that to me is real success. And I love that. And that that wakes me up in the morning. That gets me out of bed in the morning. That that fires me up every single day. Incredible. I, I can almost feel the energy right now oozing out of you right now as far as even your energy. It's phenomenal. Oh um, thank you. Even your posts on Instagram, even your videos you make about the Marcus Challenge, like obviously that's been a huge last year. It's been catapulting. You get like 150 comments every single post, <laughs> um, or maybe even more than that. But like when it comes to outer growth, bro, obviously you're talking about more obviously others and so forth. Like, what have you done internally to get to the outer to like make that? Sh- what's kind of the shift shift for you in that process? That's a that's a wonderful question, Matt. Um, I'm not sure how much. I mean, you have, yes, you have to do certain things. And there's, for me, I, I've created such beautiful routines in my life to make sure that I show up every morning as the man I need to be. Um, and I think that's really key. People have to learn their routines. And in those routines is also what can't belong in there. So maybe you have too much uh, alcohol in your life. Maybe you have too much Netflix in your life. Maybe you have too many. Uh, and what happens is you're not. key thing uh and especially you know i'm talking to you men out there men don't get enough uh, attention these days on what you need to get out there and 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 what you have to arm yourself with to, to win out there and uh and so that's that's one of the key things that i really go into of course I, i'm not against women i love watching women succeed i got two daughters of my own so i'm i'm very much a feminist uh but for fem for for many females to succeed, we also need men to succeed. We we need this beautiful balance of the two of them, and men are the ones who uh, I feel are a little bit overlooked these days. So, uh, the, just that getting yourself prepared every day to get out there, and then now the switch over to focusing on other people, um, uh, empowering them, uh, giving people uh, the the stuff that I got to learn over the last 25 years in business and boiling it down to say, Hey, you don't have to learn the way I did and how long it took me to learn. Just follow a few of these key things and you're going to get ahead so much faster. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, Deeper bro on this. If you don't mind, what is the Marcus routines? I want to hear these routines you got, bro. If you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sure. So uh, I'm going to tell everyone morning routines are critical. You need to get your morning routine down to what you need to to succeed. Well, I like that one. Uh, So number one, uh, my morning routine starts the night before. So every night I've laid out my clothes. I've laid out my pills I'm going to pop in the morning. I've got my breakfast uh, almost prepared. And so that when I wake up, I I can still be this zombie, pop my pills, put on my clothes and I'm on the treadmill. My goal is to do it in under six minutes from the time I wake up. Oh, I I feel even better when it's three minutes, three minutes. I'm already on the treadmill. Think about how much uh, time not wasted just happened. You know, how many people take 20, 30 minutes to get their day going? 
30 minutes into my day, I've already had a full cardio session. I've already done my morning routine of prayer, gratitude, talking with the Lord, getting myself centered. I've had a huge stretch, so my body is ready. I've got blood flowing. I've taken all the right pills. I've taken the right powders. And boom, I'm now ready to sprint for the whole day. And there's something really special in that. And one of the things I, um, I love sharing with people is this. The people who have the growth mindset, and I think that's probably every single person listening to this right now. I don't, I don't think people are tuning into these podcasts if you don't have that mindset of, I'd like to be more. I'd like to grow more. So I'm talking to you guys out there right now. For you who have that growth mindset, I'm going to tell you one of the little secrets of my uh, thinking that I think to myself, Be careful on how you're doing comparisons. So while I'm about to say a bit of a comparison, uh, allow me to justify it in a second. I think to myself, you know what? 9,999,999 people out of a million, is that right? Yeah. Uh, won't do what I've just done. Won't get up, get up early, be ready, get my cardio in, get my stretch in and ready to go. So already I feel like, wow, I'm, I'm a high achiever already. I'm doing what most people are not willing to do. And this is not in, again, when I'm comparing, I'm not going, so I'm better than other people. Uh-uh. You don't have to worry about the, the, that thinking. Well, if you do have that kind of thinking, yeah, you want to correct that. But just, I'm, I'm wanting to do, if I want to have, uh, if I want to have results that most people aren't getting, I have to be willing to do what most people aren't willing to do. Oh my goodness. That was I'm getting a little bit of goosebumps over here, bro. This is this is absolutely fantastic. Okay, so morning routine, bro. You get up, you're on the treadmill. Basically, you, uh, you know, get the magnum pills in, get the water in, whatever yes. else you got going on there. Add three minutes to the treadmill, half an hour in treadmill. What else happens after that? Uh, now that's the big stretch. Have my breakfast, uh, and and then uh, get myself prepared to get to the gym. <laughs> okay, so and treadmill then, uh, gym is your, is your gym time, and then uh, after my workout. Boom, I'm off to the races at work and and I've got so much mental energy. I've got so much focus for the day. I've got the blood flowing. I've got the endorphins. I've got limitless in my system now. And I've got that energy that I need to to go. And one of the most beautiful things with with both the cardio and with my workout, and by the way, that's about five days a week. I take good two full days off. With those things, um, I've got that mental clarity, and I think that's something we overlook all the time. And that's one of the reasons why I love training in the morning. It clears your head for the day. Uh, I I have tried training in the afternoon and at night, and my mind gets bogged down so much with you know what's been going on at work, uh, and I bring that into the gym. And you and I both know you're not going to have a great session when you got too much on the break. And so not only does it uh, allow me to train with a clear mind, but then it also clears my mind for the day because now I'm just in a better mental state. Weekend comes. What is the morning routine then? Great question. Uh, Saturday morning is very similar. Uh, I just wake up a bit earlier so that I don't mess so much with my family time. Uh, like I'm already, I can often be gone to the gym before anybody else in the house is woken up. Uh, but Quite often, uh, and especially right now, I'm absolutely loving this. I take my girls to the gym with me uh, on Saturdays. And I just love that because um, 
they they've really started to enjoy the gym and now they're getting good at track and field so that's so exciting for me to see because they've never really found a sport that they've enjoyed so i've i've actually got them training with a, a sports specific trainer on saturdays and uh this is my guy ashanti he's unreal and he trains a whole bunch of college level athletes so he's pushing my girls and they are loving it and i'm loving it and so there's my Saturday. And then Sunday is a good Sabbath with the family. Go to church in the morning and do our thing. I love that, bro. When do you wake up in the morning? What's 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 Marcus's wake up time first thing in the morning? Is it 5, 4 30, 6? <laughs> I, I wish I was still that uh that dedicated. And you know what? I I, I say that as a joke because I'm confident in the next couple of years I've got some new things that I'm about to start and I'm planning on waking up earlier and earlier uh but these days it's anywhere between 6 30 and 7. okay got you so so uh, so up at 6 30 wonderful basically tre on the treadmill first gym by about 7 30 8 o'clock ish you know in that time frame and from there obviously work is after correct correct and okay. just just for clarity i i have so much respect for the 5 a.m club and i am such a believer in that and I know that's like a trend right now that people are talking about, oh, 5 a.m. club, that's where all the success, yes, that is where success lives. That 5 a.m. club, and again, going back to one of my key principles right now is, are you willing to do what most people aren't willing to do? Yeah, most people aren't willing to wake up that early. Most people don't get a workout in that early and get their day going and get their success started that early. Now, do you hold, your, do you hold yourself accountable by yourself or do you have somebody else holding you accountable to what you're doing? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Um, mine, unfortunately, Matt, is a little bit of a tricky answer. So I don't want to suggest I'm not accountable to other people. I'm accountable to other people in a different way. Like I don't have, I have a lot of people counting on Marcus to show up as Marcus every day and and be ready to slay. So uh, yeah, in that regard, I've got that accountability. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people, though, won't have the style of accountability I have. So I, I think you absolutely need an accountability network. I'm a huge fan of what you do, um, your coaching, your mentoring, your support system. I'm a huge fan of it. And, you know, for people who there's more and more people every day who are looking now for coaches and mentors. And I just want to remind people, especially I know a lot of the people who, who are watching this uh, already have the fitness thing down. Imagine not believing in having a trainer at all. And I, I know I'm probably talking to some people who are like, well, I don't have a trainer. It's like, okay, that's cool. But what if I told you you were doing 70% of your exercises in a way that you could be doing them a lot better? So yeah, you're, you might be getting results and you might be happy with your bench press or whatever it is, but 70% of the exercises could be tweaked and you could get better results. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be worth a couple hundred bucks to find that out? I would say obviously yes. How about the exact same thing with business? Why not pick up a mentor? And yeah, it's going to cost some money each month. But if you don't quickly start to understand the value, you can stop the service. But getting on board with a mentor, getting on board with a coach, you're going to go, oh, my goodness, I'm capable of so much more. Holy smokes, I'm going to, I'm going to at least make $50,000, $100,000 more this year. It's well worth the money that I had to put into that coach. Now, I got a question for you, brother. So obviously, you went with Magnum HQ, building your brand, building this amazing empire for 17 years. And one thing I want to ask you is, do you still go in the office every single day? Uh, I'm, I'm in the office five days a week. 
Okay, uh, awesome. Yeah, I've, I've learned to have good balance. I have a family. Um, and again, when you start to, you, you, you need, I, I recommend people constantly reevaluate what success actually means to them and define success. When, when we're younger, we put certain things in our head about what does success look like? Well, I should have this much money in the bank and I should have this kind of house and I should be making this much money. The truth is this is, this is, this is very childish. I, I don't have a nicer way to put it. It's childish because you put that in your head as a child but if you reevaluated it when you're already on the path, you start to go, well, that's that's not really how I define success. Oh, neither is that one. Oh, oh I should relook at this all together. So I think redefining success is so critical because, yeah, it's a, it's a moving target. And um, anyway, yeah, I'm so, I just think it's so important that you keep keep looking at that stuff. So this change of your routines, obviously you've been doing probably routines for many, many years, bro, obviously because you've been, you've been you've been just going like a mountain peak up with your business for how many years. But when did it click for you as far as like, because you mentioned like what success means to you now, right? Yes. So how did you see success five and 10 years ago compared to what you see as success now? Awesome question. You know, so now there's more things involved in my success. Uh, back then, let's start with back then. Back then it was really just about business, right? Uh how much, uh, how much dollars in sales can we do? Um, and just watching the business grow. And then along the way, like how many, how many executives do I have? How many countries are we in? Uh, but then it, there got to a point, and I can't tell you exactly how long ago. But it's, it's not point it, uh, for finances to go oh yeah that's good and i i don't uh and so things like family for me you know so when you talked about the the balance and how many days a week do you go into work you know family my my kids uh having a great relationship with my children having a great relationship with my wife man that's that's more important than any success i can experience in business so if you said i can either have a successful marriage or a successful business and i have to choose one of them i'll go marriage i will uh, i'll leave everything else behind so that that's where you really got to keep keep looking at it and and how many men along the way lose track of that and and it sadly ends up in divorce just because they went well business you know, I'm, I'm serving my family by doing them. Yeah, you're kind of right, but you're kind of wrong because mm. if you really want to serve your family, serve your family and serve them first. And if the business and the family can't survive in the same space, make sure you're making the decision with your eyes open. So was there a turning point for you, brother, like maybe like four or five years ago where you like almost obviously family was also always, always important for you. There's no question about that. But yeah. was there a turning point of like, you know what you realize, you know what, bit, you know, because of course, goal focused, success driven numbers, exactly. All, that's that's most of all of us entrepreneurs. We're always trying to like shoot for the numbers when we first get our company going. Absolutely. But all of a sudden you made that switch. Do you know, kind of remember that, that happened for you as far as that, that switch or something happened that you realized, okay wife and kids get more time or was it just more organic as you kind of grew that's a great question i i'm, I'm thinking it was a bit organic i don't remember a specific time but uh, you know sadly <laughs> i think i'm a, a slower learner i think it really happened during covid oh. uh, there were there were some big turning moments in covid and um matt you and i have talked about this and many people who know me know know this about me i'm a man of faith um i i, I love the relationship i have with god and um 
COVID was one of those times, uh, it was the time where he really had me give in to him even more. And, and what I mean by is this, everybody, uh, you've probably heard and many of you have businesses, uh, you experienced it. COVID was one of the toughest challenges in for business ever. And there, I'm sure there's very few businesses that were just like, oh, no, man, it was just so great. And it's so there was a point early on in COVID where uh, the world stopped and we didn't know what COVID was. So people are basically putting money under their couches and uh, investing in toilet paper. Uh, and Magnum's numbers dove that month. And I was, it was so scary at first. And I just went, you know what, God, you gave me this business. You've always, this has always been your business. So, you know what, I'm not holding on too tight, man. Uh, if, if Magnum is supposed to go right now, I accept that as long as it's your will. But if you're going to, if you're going to help it survive, give me the wisdom to make it happen. And I feel like that was really the turning point in business and in my life where I think God just wanted to hear that and, and really feel that from me because it was very honest. And all of a sudden, Magnum took off wow. and, and took off in such special ways, Matt, because God was like, yeah, I hear you. And you know what? I'm not done with you. And I'm Mag And so I think that's also, as you can hear that in my voice, it's obviously the time where the, the definition of success changes because you know, now that I've given it to God, I don't think God's like, well, this is all about money, bro. And wait till I share... The truth is you focus on the other stuff. And if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, if you, if you find your niche in what you're supposed to do and you love what you do, I promise you the money's going to come. Okay. Uh, question for you, because, because uh, obviously you've gone through so much growth and success in all your life. Uh, definitely question I ask you is this. Okay. So you've been the goal achiever, the goal focused, the, you know, like focusing on the, on those numbers, right? So when you shift to family and probably more like impact and like, how did you see your, the numbers still climbing brother? Like with that shift kind of, I'm just kind of curious because we always hear like the Raz and the brain, all those kind of things, like, you know, all these, these things about success and like focusing on the goal every day, yeah. which I know we, we know was important, but give us some, give us, if you could give us, give some content, if you don't mind bro for a second on that, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So now instead of just always focusing on Marcus's success and Marcus, 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 what, how, how hard do I have to push Marcus? I've really changed that focus to the people around me. I have an unbelievable team at Magnum, uh, so much so that it allows me to take a step back. And I don't mean a huge step back from business, but more of how about Marcus isn't the focus at the business and and really just empower them. It's such a beautiful thing. And look at that, how that is such a smooth transition to my definition of success is that it's not so much what I can do now, it's what can you do? Well, hey, Ankar, my, my marketing man, you make that decision. What do you think should happen in this situation? And and he makes the call and I go, great, let's find out what happens. And that's so beautiful when he gets to succeed in that. So when you talk about Magnum still doing great, it's not on Marcus's back anymore. It's it's absolutely this incredible team. And I don't want to suggest like, well, for so many years, it was only Marcus. No, no, no. But this team is like friggin' home run hitters. And uh, I just have this incredible group of, of high achievers who push each other and mm -hmm. who are so entrepreneurial together within Magnum. And they each own their own space in Magnum. And because of that, the growth has been exceptional and, and nothing that I could have done on my own could, could compare with it. 
I see this really amazing shift, bro, in you. Almost like you know, like you're, you're, you've always been a motivator, a pusher. Like you know, you're one of those guys. You go on a table, and like everyone, the whole room is you know, like on you, right? So, but I know it's a shift of like you're like not stepping back, but you're like you're letting things flow. Yeah, with the intention of like it's going all going to work the way we want it to work, guys. It's just belief together as a family here. Yeah, I feel that part of you, and because I talk to you, I talk all the time, but like I've seen that shift in you, bro, in the last couple of years you know it's kind of cool actually it's kind of thank neat to that shift yeah thank you you know uh matt i think why a lot of people a lot of men don't make the shift that i've made is because uh the ego can get in the way and uh it's one thing i i've worked very hard on and and god has worked hard in me to just absolutely remove the ego remove pride i'm telling you guys pride you got to check your pride. You got to check your pride at the door every day. You got to make sure your pride is not getting in the way. Pride is what will stop you from learning. Pride will absolutely stop you from succeeding in life. You can learn from anybody. And uh, this whole checking my pride and checking the ego out, it allows me to go, I don't need any more of the accolades. You know, like I, I feel so blessed for, for the 20 years of accolades and I think a lot of people fear that idea of, well, if I step out of the limelight, well, now, wait, wait, don't you know how awesome I am? Wait, keep cheering for me. I, I don't need it. I'm so happy to go in the background and be like, here, cheer for these people. I want these people to feel that, the cheers for them. And I, I started to do it, and it was uh, it just felt so good, like watching people cheer for these people. And the funny thing is, People don't forget who's who's with them. People don't forget who's behind them. And I still get the I still get these accolades, and I'm like, oh no no no, guys, no, like I'm not I'm not being um, I'm not being humble. It it wasn't me. I, I'm just I'm just a pusher now. Like these are the people. So you actually don't lose what you have the most fear of losing in that situation. But but the the, the watching these other people succeed and watching these people become that next level. We all know what that next level looks like. It's it's this person who just can't get past, I'm just an employee. I'm just a worker. But then they step up to here and you're like, oh, how beautiful was that to watch you make that decision with confidence and go, I know this is going to work. And then put in the work to make sure it works. Because mm -hmm. we have so much control over so much of that. And then watching them grow and go, I can't wait for the next decision. And I'm sitting behind them going, I can't wait for the next decision. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing. And now they they get to bring people under them and teach them the exact same way. No, you're not just a worker. Come on, step up. You're going to make some decisions so I don't have to make those decisions and I can make these decisions. And we all get to grow together. That That's that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal, bro. Okay, so other question on your team and so forth. How frequent do you actually have like your team meetings with your team? Like do you have your meetings every week, every month? I'm just kind of curious. How do you lead those meetings or those teams with your team? Oh, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I do, but I'm going to tell you, I don't think I've got it figured out yet. Um, we do, we do what we call all hands meetings, uh, and I bring the whole staff together. And I'd say on average, we do it two and a half times a week Okay. because okay. I just, I, I love getting together and just reminding people how we are one unit, you know, so often we can all be doing our own work and, and it doesn't take long for you to feel like you're in a silo. And that's not a good feeling. And especially when you're trying to have corporate culture and Magnum's corporate culture is a key part of our success. Mm. We, we have to have that feeling of one, we're all working at this thing and we're all working hard and we're all working for the same goal, which is to change lives. 
and to help people live healthier, happier lives, well, I need to know that you're working that hard and you're working that hard and we're high-fiving and good. I'm feeling the love from everyone in the room. And like, uh, well, with, with his staff, we're, we're around 30 people. I mean, that means at least uh, uh, two to three times a month, we have a nice birthday all hands and we, uh, we sing to the person and we sing the Lithuanian folk song of happy birthday to the people. And yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a really special group, but we, I guess you also have to keep that energy flowing. You know, you know how that works. That's amazing. So you do about a couple of these meetings, these, these all hands kind of meetings. Are they more of like what, half an hour, 10 minutes? Are they like, oh, no, meetings even shorter? I mean, these are um, five to 10 minute meetings. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that small dose, you know, let's, let's make sure everyone's still drinking the juice. <laughs> Last question, bro. Give us a favorite book or books that you've read or you recommend that are like mighty Marcus books that, that yes. helped you. Um, Okay, let's go with. Uh, I I hate to sound like a, a broken record, but everything Tony Robbins has written is just there's just a billion nuggets of gold. You know what? As opposed to giving you titles, because yeah. honestly, pick up anything Tony Robbins, you could be blown away. I'm going to give you guys something really quick and really uh, special that works for me for reading. People often go, "Yeah, I'm supposed to read this whole book," and that that can be daunting. Mm -hmm. uh, we pick up books that. You just, you can't seem to read through and, oh my goodness, it takes me 10 minutes to read through three pages. This is kind of painful. Two things I'm going to tell you. One, put that book away. It's just not for you. There's so many other books that you are going to love. So grab the next book because when you have a great book, you're like, oh my goodness, I read a hundred pages today. I just couldn't put it down. Yes. There's tons of those books for you. Next, you're not, it, the goal is not just to finish the book. That almost means nothing. Yeah. My goal when I'm reading a book is to go, if I can get one nugget out of this, one nugget that just changes my trajectory of life, I'm going to do so well. So this is why I love Tony Robbins books. There are like 500 nuggets in there. Whereas I've read so many great books that I was like, I took six nuggets from this. This is a hundred. So it's like, I have to read two pages and then stop for a minute and go, I'm, I got I to gotta let this soak in. So you look for that nugget and go, how could this change my life if this nugget is, is accurate? And let it start putting it into your plan. Start putting it into your routines and enjoy the success that comes with it. Those were nuggets right there, bro. There we go. That was, that was perfect. Thank Marcus, you. my man at Marcus Collius on Instagram, Magnum subs at Instagram guys. Thank you, Marcus. Very, very much. Oh, thank you so much for having me, bro. I look forward to doing this again soon. I will see you next week. Oh, can't wait. I'm looking for a six foot four hug and a five foot seven, you know, little cram right there, buddy. There you oh, go. I got bad news for you, man. I got all six six of me ready to put my limbs <laughs> around you. Okay. You're a foot taller than me, seriously? Oh my goodness gracious! Okay, well, I'm gonna bring the muscle with me, but I'll bring the muscle with me. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Guys, there is our podcast for us today. Marcus Collies at Marcus Collies Instagram at Magnum Seps at Trivity Multiplier. Guys, thank you guys again. Have an amazing day, and Marcus, you're awesome. God bless, guys. Thank you for listening to the Train Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Train Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. 
take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making business building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.